Hey guys, welcome to a special episode of Destiny's Not Dead. I'm Grindhead Jim, and I'm not dead. I'm glad you're not either. Also not dead with me is Man at Arms, my favorite Destiny Down Under podcast correspondent. How are you doing, sir? I am very well. How are you doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. Can't complain. Can't get, well, I could, but it doesn't matter. Nobody um, would care. So I really want to just kind of bend your ear a little bit. Uh, we've always been meaning to do a podcast of some kind, and I finally come up with something I think that is broad enough that would be a, a cool episode. Um, you know, Forsaken came out uh, just shy of two months ago, mm-hmm. and uh, it has definitely been different in terms of the expansions for Destiny, in my opinion, uh, in many ways. I mean, there's certainly shades of Taken King there, and there's, you know, other things that kind of... You could see like kind of some of the ethos, like when Rise of Iron, stuff like that. But ultimately, it is its own thing. And what I'm finding, more than anything, there's a, just a difference for me in the feeling I'm getting as I play the content. You know, I just hit 600 yesterday. And as of this recording, it's uh, November 2nd. So November 1st, I hit 600. And, you know, I was pushing pretty hard, but not as hard as I could have. And I had fun playing the game. I did what I wanted to do. I felt progression. And, you know, whereas before, I would push, 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 push for about three weeks and then get highlight level and then kind of just play the game for fun. That's what I did. And now it's, I'm having, I'm finding that I have to change my perspective in that I was all, I was feeling bad that I wasn't hitting max light as quickly as I'm used to and that that was kind of holding me back quote unquote from actually enjoying it and then I kind of one day said no like the the chase is fun uh so just go after it and so I did and uh I, I feel like the game's in a really interesting spot where presumably you know the, the next uh, expansion, if you can call it that, or the next content drop will only let races about 50 light levels, and that won't be nearly as bad of a climb. Um, so it's kind of like, it's almost like rebooting the game. And I really didn't see it for that, and I didn't appreciate that as much as I probably should have when I first picked up Forsaken. Um, how do you feel about the grind? How do you feel about logging into Destiny and playing versus six months ago, or a year ago, or two years ago? Well, <clears throat> sorry, I had to clear my throat. Mm. That's what happens. That was happens when my mouth doesn't run for more than thirty seconds. It just like all locks up. <laughs> the uh, this is what you know. Me and some of the guys were talking about shortly after release because we got you know we had that honeymoon period in release, and then about four or five weeks down the road, everybody's kind of started to look at each other and go, "Are we done? Mm-hmm. Is this it?" And, you know, I remember vividly a conversation we were having about the random roles. And I am one of those sick people that kept doing the, uh, God, what is that? It, of course, I need to remember the name now. And I can't remember it. It was the one strike that it gave you the Imago loop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. I don't remember. Uh, I legitimately ran that strike several hundred times because I wanted the perfect, in my mind, Amago loop, and I knew I could get one potentially. And by the time I got it, I had stuff that was way better, but it's still my favorite gun that I've barely ever used to this day. And that sense of being able to, okay, I really like this IP 
piece of armor. I really like this weapon, mm-hmm. but I would like it to have X, Y, and Z on it. You can go out and you can find that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's what kept us playing for three years. It wasn't, it, don't get me wrong, you know, new content's great, but that didn't keep you playing every day, every day, every day, because there was always something you wanted. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, and me, I'm a, I'm a weapons collector. Like I looked at my, I'm not even joking about 20 minutes before uh, we started this, I was looking at my vault and it highlights all of your duplicates. Yeah. And I'm sitting here and I'm looking and I'm like, I'm not ready to mentally deal with the situation. right? Yeah, Cause I, I know that there's a reason I've kept all of these. Right. There was a reason. I don't remember what the reason is, but I'm afraid if I get rid of it, I'm going to regret it down the road. I just did that myself, and I have 428 out of 500 slots, and my is dupe is easily over half. Uh, now, granted, granted, there is a chunk of those, however small, uh, relatively speak, I'd say about mm, in the special weapon slot, the energy weapon slot, I've got... Uh, maybe a third of those are holdovers of triplicate from year one. Because I wanted to make sure I had one of every damage type for certain weapons, and I, I still haven't decided if I want to give right. them up yet or not. Um, I will eventually give them up because I find myself compelled to use a lot of them. But there are some weapons that I'm absolutely enamored that I actually had the, the wherewithal to keep them. Uh, like Sins of the Past in triplicate. Uh, deadpan delivery in triplicate and uh, Uriel's gift and uh, Kibu, the AR from mm-hmm. um, from Mars. There, like all of those are such u- great utilitarian workhorse weapons uh, that I'm glad I kept them. But I agree that like this game, I I feel like where we stand now, like for the first time in Destiny, I'm a little overwhelmed with the content. I really am. Uh, to where, like, I barely touch the Dreaming City. Barely. I barely touch it. Because I, I feel no, like... Oh, no, I get that. I get that. Um, I don't really have that issue, but I kind of meander through the Destiny world. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not one game mode that really... Like, I'm not a full-time PvP guy. I'm not a full-time PvE right. guy. So just whatever tickles my fancy that day, that's what I go get into, and I make sure I tick all my boxes, hopefully, by the end of the week, but... It's, uh, uh, I have friends because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm branching out. So I'm, I'm interacting with people I haven't interacted with in game before. Maybe we talked in chat or in voice or whatever, mm-hmm. but we, we, we weren't actually playing together. And, and to a lot of people, it is overwhelming because they get that mentality is like, I have to get every powerful engram I can get every day, every week. Every week, every week, every week. And, and but they get hung up on it. And it's uh it's like, well, are you playing because you're having fun at this point? Or well, and, that's, and that's the thing though, like for me, I always play for fun. Um, right. but I do it with purpose. Now that I've hit six hundred, it's kinda like um it's gonna be a little bit easier. Uh, I am going to probably start focusing on my other characters. Uh, where like I have 600 on my Titan and then my Warlock and Hunter are around 572. So it's not a big leap from, for them yet, um, which I dig. So I, I'm kind of like, and what's interesting is that if I, every time I get a prime or a, a big powerful drop, because there is a big gap between the armor they're wearing mm. and the weapons, you can just buy your way up a level about every two levels. 
you know, as far as like just buying year ones, like year one greens, just get you to that base light yeah. level. It's weird to do it that way, but it really works. It's cheap. Um, it makes a big difference. But it's it's like when I say overwhelmed, what I'm saying is just like there's so much to do, and I want to do all of it just to do right. it. And I just don't know where to start. I don't know where I want to start. And and then because I do tend to play a lot during the day when I'm otherwise obligated and I can't really focus the way that I would like in a stream or even just a chill time. Um, I, I feel like so much of the Dreaming City content demands your attention because it is difficult regardless of your light level because it scales nicely. That Delta has actually been tuned pretty nice this time around. Uh, so I feel like it, it's not something I can just kind of bebop around and, and just grind mindlessly which is one of my favorite things to do in the game um oh so i'm, I'm aware. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well that's not where the name comes from everyone says that but it's not where the name comes from um no google it yeah grindcore look it up <laughs> people know that i hope at this point and if you don't know it look it up like the man says but i, I just kind of it's a for me it's a good feeling because i know that at any point as long as they don't turn off the dreaming city which spoilers they're not going to turn off the curse anytime soon um mm -hmm. if ever really because if, so what, what if someone buys the game in two years what they're not going to be able to play that stuff i doubt that um like there's probably going to be you know there's probably going to be some kind of an ending in the game once you hit a certain point like, when you get it, it'll stop for you on some level. Like, you'll get an ending, but then the curse will still be replayable here and there, you know? Um, I'm curious where they're going with that, actually. Yeah, because I really, on one hand, I advocate uh, an ever-evolving world, and I know a lot of MMOs have done this thing where once it's done, it's done, and I'm a little scared that if I don't hurry up and get this done this month, which is a good time for me to do it, because 600, you know, da-da-da, um... I don't want to be in a position where I don't have a chance to do it. Um, I'm, and I do have an interesting couple of weeks coming up where my job is putting me on a nine to six schedule Monday through Friday, which is, if anyone knows the way I work, it, it's very odd, uh, which means I'll have evenings and the weekend available for two weeks, uh, which I haven't had in, I can't remember the last time. So like, that's going to encourage me to play with a lot of my friends and, you know, get the raid done and, just do all the things that I just haven't because I've been able to do because of my schedule and everything. So I am looking to push this month really hard to get all of that stuff taken care of. Like all the eggs. I haven't touched a single fucking egg. I haven't finished an Ascendant Challenge yet because I just... Timing and, and frustration being what it is. Like I get really close on them and they're like, BAP! And you're dead. I'm like, motherfucker. You know, you know what? You know, sitting here listening, and I'm 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 listening to what you're saying, but I'm thinking to myself, I'm already opting out of activities because there is so much. Mm -hmm. And I, I just had that epiphany, like like you're saying, you know, I'm going to get all the eggs. I decided a while back, I'm not even messing with. It. It's like it's it's just something, and I and I was now in all fairness, I was like this in Destiny One, right, where there were some activities. I'm just like. Eh, nah, really, it doesn't appeal to me. I'd rather go over here and do this, and this right. is where I like to hang out, you know, hang out in Crucible or whatever, it, whatever wherever my friends were having But yeah, that's that's one of the things where I'm just like, no, I don't have the time for that. Like, I've never collected all the uh, the Warmind nodes, the data nodes. You have to get, collect all 40 of them. Yeah, I, I finally got that done, like, right before Forsaken dropped. 
Um, I messed around with it like two weeks ago and I'm just like, you know what? No, no, I'm not. I would rather be doing something else. But like I was saying back in D to go back in D one, there was a lot of things that I brushed over. And then as we were progressing and we got towards age of triumph, I went back and did those things. Mm -hmm. And it, it was obviously easier. Some of it like, but I didn't get my, uh, my first curse until age of triumph was out because, and I had the quest forever. I was just like, I really don't want to do this quest. This quest sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked for me. <laughs> yeah, and no, I get that. And, and, and to be fair, like I'm also on the other end of the spectrum. I'm the guy that will sit in Iron Banner and I'll get how many bounties are there? Seven, eight, I think it is. What? Well, there's eight. Yeah, if there's eight, I've got six of them done the first day or the second day. Um, no, no, same day. Yeah. yeah. Same. I just kind of just I I plow through it because I fucking love Iron Banner uh, so much. Like you could be Iron Banner all the time and I'd be in there. And now I'm at level 600, so there's not going to be any Delta problem for me. Um, I'm just like, let's go because now it's even playing field. I don't have to worry about the Delta anymore. You know, and some poor sod that comes in coming up against me and they're 580 or lower like bye-bye son you know it, it'll be fine um oh, it, it, you it know. got me quite a few times because i forgot that was a thing it it, it didn't so, get me as much as i thought it would oh it got me. Uh, it got you pretty bad because i oh no I was, I was i'm like okay he's dead let me move on to this guy and mm -hmm. then i'm dead i'm like and wait i killed oh yep <laughs> So oh, I was I, I um, assumed. <laughs> well, when well Iron Banner hit, just as Iron Banner hit, like in the first match, I got the Vigilance Wing uh, Masterwork to, to drop. So, mm -hmm. and I was like, well, guess what? We're going to start fucking going after uh, uh, Broadsword now because now I have every excuse to do it because now I can work on the Masterwork and the Broadsword during Iron Banner, like I'm, I'm learning to stack pursuits again, and the game yeah, allows you yeah. to do it. It's fucking great. And, and it, it, you know, I got, I finished the masterwork uh, during Iron Banner, which was that's a lot of kills, and Dude, uh, lot and then started yeah, 250 <laughs> kills, and uh, was pretty cool. And then I started getting the full auto, and I was loving it. And it, that same week, I believe, is when I got the horror story as well. Um, and then I just like, I have to put this uh, pulse rifle down because I don't need to use it right now. Because now the next step is double kills. And that it's actually getting, it's taking longer than I thought it would. Because um, I just haven't sat down and really ground out the PvP. But um, horror story in Crucible, I was just like, oh, God, <laughs> it's really good. Oh, um, no, I totally agree. You know, meanwhile, like, my preferred loadout previously had been rocking a Dust Rock Blues with uh, a max range masterwork on it, so it's maxed out. And, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and then Uriel's <laughs> Gift in the second slot with uh, Roar of the Bear with tracking and autoloaders and targeting we are, Yeah, We are the people that everyone hates, though. You do realize that. Oh, oh dude, yeah. I mean, I'm rocking, like... We are a, exactly those, those type of people. Yes. But now when I have horror story, it's like, well, now I'm doing horror story, a deadpan delivery, and the roar of the bear. Uh, and I might switch between the two, depending upon what I'm doing. But like the Dust Rock Blues with that range on it, phew, fucking shotgun sniper city, dude. 
Um, and it, 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 it's a lot of fun. But the, the thing is, I have maybe four loadouts that I like to mess with. Uh, I've got a Tiger Spite that has Outlaw and Kill Clip on it, and I threw Major Spec on it, so that's my PVE auto I rifle. I actually have that exact same gun. Oh, fuck, man. It mows with through everything. On it. Yeah. And it, it's beautiful. Yeah. And then for, you know, uh, I've got a Badlander with Auto Loader and Major Spec on it. Um, it's just, be- and it's got uh, Masterworked reload speed. So it, uh, I, I tend to find between Auto Loader and having the, the higher reload speed really helps out. There are some other, you know, traits I could get on it, but um, it works really well. You know, I've got uh, Full Choke but I don't use it. I use barrel shroud instead uh, because I tend to like moving around with it, but I probably should experiment with full choke because I feel like that would do even more damage on bosses. Well, they just got a, that just got a little bit of a nerf to it too. So you might yeah. be ahead of the curve there. Yeah. So I don't really use it. And like, I'm more of a, a smooth bore guy than I am full choke. I like smooth bore a lot. Um, but I don't, again, I don't go looking for it, but this idea that you've got a full auto shotgun that has as high impact as it does. We're talking about less than a 10% decrease in impact from a deadpan delivery. You know, um, that's pretty crazy. Go nuts, yeah. And, and, and you can fire it. eight rounds in the sun. <laughs> right, and that's why people are using it in Crucible, because it's a very versatile weapon. But for me, I like to know if I shoot you at the optimal range, you're going down. And if you don't go down, I'm close enough that I can hit you in the face and you're done. Um, but I, I, I like having different things that I can uh, switch around from time to time, depending upon who I'm up against. You know, just the other day, I got a bad omens with tracking and cluster. Guess what I threw on it? Boss spec. But that, <laughs> but I think that'll be really fun in Crucible on some of the the more open or vertical maps. Though I really am looking forward to eventually getting a roar of the bear with tracking and cluster. If I get a really good tracking cluster, I just, my dick might fall off. I got uh, one with like, the only one I got was like kill clip and field prep. Yeah, kill clip's pretty good though. I mean, I, I see field prep and instantly I start to twitch. Like my eyes. Yeah, just field prep is awful. Twitch. Like field prep is just like, why, why? <laughs> and that's, that's the other perk on Badlander that I wasn't talking about. I'm like, Ugh. now granted, granted. Um, depending upon where I'm at, that can be useful if I'm playing a high-level PvE thing solo. So I'll go hiding, do real quick reload, and then pop out and do stuff. Like the, the wanted bounty on, uh, on Titan, where you've got that ogre that's in the back room, you've got to kill it before you can kill the actual wanted. You do that thing solo, it's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a pain in the dick, so you've got to do a lot of hiding uh, because you're constantly bouncing back and forth between rooms and this and that. And blah, 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 blah. Um, so I kind of feel like it's, uh, um, you know, it's useful in very specific situations. But those are situations that an aggressive titan like myself don't find themselves in all that often. <laughs> you know? Well, well, you, well, you know, oh, no, but I mean, to go along with what you're saying, and, you know, we mentioned I have all these duplicates at the beginning of the cast. Right. In my daily inventory, I have duplicates that I'm walking around with. If I don't know what I'm, if I don't sit at the beginning and then say, okay, I'm going to play Crucible and Gambit. And that's it. If I'm just going to go in, I basically have like one open inventory Mm -hmm. slot in every weapon slot. But I've got a PVE Better Devils. 
I've got a PVP better devil. Uh, mm-hmm. I've got a PVE trust. I've got a PVP and, and so on and so forth. And that stuff I used to do in destiny one, like I had a Vog matador and it was a matador. I kept, it was only for Vog. It, it was, uh, I think it was not shot packaged, but it was full auto. Oh, full auto rampage and void. Ooh. Yeah. So when we got to Templar, I knew I was going to be holding down one of the points as a defender Titan. And mm. I told everybody, if you see a matador, call it out or a, a minotaur, call it out and get It'll out of my going. way. Cause <laughs> I'm going to take care of it. And those little things are starting to stick with me now. It's like, okay, we want to go run gambit and you wait to see what map it is. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to hook up uh, this pulse, this, this shotgun and whatever in your heavy slot. And I'm starting to, come up with loadouts for specific maps and specific PVE content now, which you couldn't do before Forsake. That didn't exist. Not really, no, because b- before it was, here's the loadout that I like to use, and I keep one of each element type of that weapon. You know, like, Kibu was my go-to in PVE once that came out. Like, that was, I just had all three of them on me all the time, fully masterwork, ready to go, because mm-hmm. for clearing trash mobs. So I'd be doing... um Oh, which auto rifle was it? I think I had in my primary slot. Let me see it. Let me find it here. I had either Oroman's Anvil or um, the other Iron Banner one or Scathlock in my primary or Sweet Business, depending upon the content. And then a Kiabu in my secondary slot, and I would wear Actium War Rig. So I just didn't ever have to worry about reloading, really. Uh, and that made it a little bit easier to kind of get through the content. Right. And, and then, you know, of course, uh, Sins of the Past. If you were rocking anything else but Sins of the Past in your heavy slot, Whisper of the Worm accepting, um, it was just kind of dumb. Sleeper's good, but by and large, you know, if, if you, you know, how many people can say, okay, I've got a loadout that you can put me in any piece of content and I'll be fine. Um, Sleeper and Whisper are not, use it for anything. You know, whereas Sins of the Past is, you can blindfold me, drop me into any content with that loadout, and I'll be okay. And that's kind of yeah, how I your approach universal it. key. Right, and that's what I tend to to do with, with my loadouts now, whereas I, I don't adjust loadouts nearly as much as I adjust my play style. Um, so like in Gambit, I don't really think about the maps. I just use the same thing. And I just kind of, what I do is I change how I navigate the map. I make sure I'm I'm not creating any lines of fire. I'm not I'm not you know paying attention to any lanes. Uh, I know where to hide stuff like that, rather than adjusting to where well there is a lane and I can do this or I can do that. And um, I find that part fascinating that we are getting to a point where you can kind of take whatever approach you want and still be effective in your own way. Um, I think Gambit as a play uh type has really uh opened that up for a lot of people i think that there are probably pvp people that play gambit that maybe are leaning towards pve a little more than they used to and i think the same is true of pve versus pvp people you know although there's always going to be that guy who's like i don't i don't go in the crucible and i go what is wrong with you like why, why would you not go in the crucible <laughs> there's a lot of people like that though that's I don't get uh, that. I've been- I've been talking with the last couple. It, well, you know, we all have our thing. Like, if sure. if you told me I had to pick one game mode and Gambit wasn't on the table, I would be in PvP 
all the time. Same, same. I'm fighting, I'm I'm playing other people. You know, you're fighting a person. You're not fighting an AI. And I enjoy it. Win, lose, or draw, I'm going to play the way I like to play, which is like a raving, geeked out maniac. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I win, sometimes I'm losing. That's fine. I'm having fun. Exactly. But uh, it's always uh, a little bit different. I have friends that they, they they will not go. They're like, I go into PVP to do my milestones. And it's like, I just can't stand it. I can't take it. But uh, the reason I brought that up, Jim, is I had the uh, the experience of playing with a a raid group, mm-hmm. and that's all they do. They're raiders. They have a raid clan, and it was Iron Banner, and they had to go in there. And just first time I ever played with him, I knew one of the guys. He was high up in the the leadership. We happened to be chatting. He's like, "You wait. You want to join us? We got five. Sure. So I jump in. I'm the sixth man. And by the third game, I'm I'm laughing like an idiot. I'm talking smack to people who aren't there because mm-hmm. they can't hear me on the other team. Right, right, right. And people are actually rage quitting on our team. It's like, I can't play this shit. I why I don't fucking do this. And they're leaving the fire team mid-game. I, mm. But it's what you like. And it's, you know, people... Like I relax by going into crucible that relaxes yeah. me at the end of the day. That's my stress relief. I can see how like my son cannot play it. My son will not go in there because he hates dying. Well, that's mm. an issue. If you can't take the death, then <laughs> I got news for you, you about 80 years. You're going to have a real there. bad day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but like, I do understand that the different game types are not going to be for everybody. They're not designed to be. And I get that. Um, but what I, I, the disconnect for me is that depending upon how you play PVE, there is just as much potential for dying there as there is in PVP. You know, I'm not the guy that's like super concerned with staying alive in any content. I'm concerned with I being effective. I'm concerned with being effective. I, I don't care about my KD. I go positive almost every match. Sometimes it's really high. Sometimes it's just a 101. And that's fine with me. But did we win, motherfucker? If we won, then I don't give a fuck. Like, talk all the shit you want. We won. Um, and that's kind of always been my approach uh, with Destiny, which is get a lead and then kill trade until the end of the match and watch them go, eh. That's kind of how I approach it. And it, But at first, though, to, to be fair, like I, I loved Crucible originally, but then Iron Banner, because of the light level difference, really scared me off because I had a really bad experience during the beta and I kind of, I just didn't quite understand where I fit at that point. I didn't really have a loadout that I trusted. I didn't really have a feel for the weapon archetypes yet at that point. I didn't really know what I was trying to do yet. And about January of the year that House of Wolves came out, I saw that there was a lot of powerful gear opportunities, and I'm like, well, I have to do this. And within that one week, I found myself really enjoying it and finding my niche and really getting to a place where um, it was not only uh, you know, tolerable, it was enjoyable. And I think that there's a threshold that a lot of people need to get to, whatever the content is, whether it's raid content, PvP, whatever. I even think that trials is something I need to give a more of a fair shake to. Uh, because I've always enjoyed it when I played it. And I think that in that game mode, for example, it really depends upon who you're playing with. Um, because no, absolutely. It, and it's, it's hard to find... Basically, that's a game mode I won't touch. And it's a PvP game mode. 
like to me it it feels like there's there's a really fine line between a very serious trials player and someone who's taking it too seriously um but again you know i'm speaking more about destiny 1 trials than i am destiny 2 trials cuz destiny 2 trials had a lot of problems um and i, I hope that i was they're... like but i was like that in d1 it was a, it was a game mode that i did not go into mm. it, it was it, it uh, could be fun uh, I think we did it twice with the clan. I think I played with Log and Slaw once. Mm-hmm. And I got the chess piece I wanted, and I was good. I'm like, yeah, I don't need to do this again. Because <laughs> it was just, I mean, now we're talking uh, early 2017. Right. So it's the end. So it was a little different trials than yes. back in the House of Wolves day. <laughs> very different. It's a little different trial. Very different. It was very, it was very sweaty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone I, had a wormwood. Yeah, and I I finally went to uh, the lighthouse. I actually I actually got carried. Although I the, the guy said, "Look, you know we like to use the term carries, and that's what we're here to do is to make sure you get where you need to be." But I'm going to tell you right now, there are some plays we would not have made if you weren't there. You know. I'm like, oh, well, thanks. Right. He says, no, seriously, there were a few times that that they would have come around and gotten us. I didn't even know they were there, and you took them out kind of thing. I'm like, well, oh, thanks. Um, but that particular... Wait, okay. What's that? And, and at, at, at that, that particular run, turned out the last match we had, it was streamer versus streamer. And because uh, the guy that was carrying me was doing it for his stream, that was what they did. And... Um, the other streamer, like they just both figured out that they were streaming. And then after we won and we went to the lighthouse, so I'm at the lighthouse and I'm walking around for the first time and I'm like, oh man, this is great. And I hear basically the guy that carried me getting into this argument with the guy we had just won against on his stream. Because yeah. he was doing a carry on his end. They were both doing carries, yeah, and they were both on their last match, and we won. They didn't. He's like, well, and that's what it was. It was just a bunch of just two apes just kind of thumping their chests at each other, be acting like they were fourteen. Right. I've actually like, been witness to that conversation a couple of times. Dude, I was like, come on, guys. You know, why not? Like, what's wrong with saying, okay? Really sorry, we didn't mean we weren't out to mess up your run. We just wanted to get our run where it was. Well, now we're done. Do you want some help? We'll we'll help your guy, or we'll take him on a run ourselves to make sure that they have what they need, or you know, whatever. Like, there's so many. Uh, what I love about this conversation right now is the fact that we have so many things to talk about. You know, six oh, months no, ago, no. that would not have been the case necessarily. It, it, the conversation was always, well, I hope Destiny gets better. I wonder where we're going to be at in this amount of time and this and that. Now it's just yeah, like... Yeah, we were ba- basically throwing up our hopes, dreams, and suggestions yeah. up into the wind and hope somebody would snatch them and listen to it. Exactly. And I, I feel like the title of, of this podcast, you know, Destiny's Not Dead, it's, I kind of just want to have an episode that says, see, I was right. And they just say, see, I was right. And that's the whole episode. <laughs> You know, because it's, it, I was right. Um, and the thing is, is that over and over again, Bungie has proved that they take the game very seriously. They may not always take the best risks, but they're willing to pull back and, and do the right thing. And 
I still kind of tilt my head at a few decisions here and there, but by and large, I'm I'm really really happy with where we are with communication with them, where the game is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I feel like even if all we get are a few, you know, like like maybe a dozen lore tabs, some weapons, and some you know all in-game storytelling for this next you know expansion or content drop whatever you want to call it i'll be fine with that i'll be very fine with that let me ask you this yeah i know where the second half of this is going because i already decided it do you think (laughs) trials even needs to be a a thing anymore given that you know short answer yes okay why because trials is the raid for people that don't raid it's what it is for them. They go in, they try to, you know, beat their best times, you know, it's, it is end game content that you can access every week for, you know, PVP. And the reason that Trials and Destiny 2 has, up until this point, really just been a flop is because there's no incentive to do it. Not really. You know, the gear wasn't, you weren't doing end game level stuff. And I think that if they really... If they even if they just kept the same trials format they have now and added end game gear, um, it would probably be a lot better. But I feel like they need to bring back the three v three. I think that that needs to come back as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like there needs to be trials should have quick play and competitive as well, and it should only be available on the weekends. I feel like that's um, like or for example, like maybe have trials. Quick play available all week, and then competitive's only available Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And the competitive has the end game level st- drops, or potentially, whereas quick play has just regular drops, and they're a lot more rare. You know what I mean? In other words, mm-hmm. you can play trials all you want for fun, but if you really want to be with the best of the best, you go in there. I think if they take that approach with it, uh, and, and treat it the way Gambit is treated in that, He's got your reputation system going on there. It's a separate little thing. Um, if they do that, I think it would really make trials something that's more of a pinnacle activity. Uh, would give people an opportunity to do it in a relatively low pressure environment, but also have the opportunity to go in with the high stakes stuff if you so desire. Um, so yeah, I absolutely think trials needs to be a thing because I don't get Iron Banner but once a month if I'm lucky. Yeah, but you get a week of it, so it's the same. It's the same number of days, more or less. No, it's not. Day. I want Iron Banner all the time, damn it, and I can't have that, so people should be allowed to do trials, even if I don't play it, just so <laughs> I can say, it's there if I want it. It's there. I mean, I could, if I really want I just, it. I, I just remember the, and I mean, and this is absolutely, it's going on now. It's just not going on in trials. Trials. The paid carries. Mm-hmm. The, the paid account recoveries. Yeah all the garbage that came with that the problems that were caused to the d1 sandbox because of trials well and because of the content creators screaming at the devs and the devs listening that's well, a thing that happened well here's the thing it though like i could ar- make i could make the exact same argument about raids exact same argument but with raids because all those things yeah. exist in the raid too and a lot of things are done because of the raid. Like, for example, like one of the things I love is that there's this uh, rocket launcher strategy in that raid, which I still haven't touched that raid yet, but I'm ready now. Um, 
I'm getting I mean, closer. But you just kind of like, you go in there, shoot a bunch of rockets at the boss, and that's that. Well, people were like, that's a cheese. I'm like, no, if someone showed up with six rocket launchers in your face, you'd melt too, dick. You know, <laughs> like that, that's strategy. That's how that works. And there's more than one way to do it. And Bungie's kind of said that there's, we don't see anything wrong with it at this point. We're going to keep looking at it, make sure that it's not an exploit. And they're basically they haven't said anything about it since. They're like, fuck it, those are just using powerful rocket launchers. Who cares? I mean, it's in, it's in the well. We we had the same thing. Remember? Uh, I mean, I always go back to Vogue because I play Vogue. I mean, you mm-hmm. could kill the Templar in five seconds, something you like that, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and then when they brought it back for uh, for Triumphs. You had a similar thing, but it was harder because you had more moving parts to it. Uh, you, but from the beginning of the phase to the end of it, uh, meaning getting him to, to, to proc to his death was like two minutes. Um, and it was just with one guy hopping back and forth between the little doodads, and then you're just basically using weapons of light and armor of light and going ham with rocket launchers and snipers and everything you had on you. Um, and Well, you also had to have all the right subclasses standing in the right place. You had to have a bubble titan with a line. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And, and you had was... to land all that stuff in one go. Yeah. And, and, you know... and if, if you messed up, guess what? You weren't one phasing him. You were in for a fight now. Right. And then usually it would be like, well, I'll just wipe. We'll do it again. Kind of a thing. And, um, right. But it was one of those things where you, you could do that. And I, I don't think that, that it was designed with that in mind per se. It was designed with that as a possibility. And like, let's see if someone could actually figure this out. Um, and I, I taught a couple fire teams to do it. And the time, I do have one instance of it on my YouTube channel. And basically, I, I think Beard Grizzly was in my fire team when we did it. And, and oh, he was, because he was the one going back and forth between the plates. He was one going back as a warlock, which was like really weird. Um, but he it's did it. Really impressive. Yeah, yeah. He was really good at it. <laughs> and uh, and he and he. I don't know if you know this, but he doesn't like raiding at all, at all. No, hates oh, it. Oh no, yeah, we mentioned that. Oh, he's had some headaches. He's just like, nope, can't do it. I'm like, okay. But you know, the thing is, knowing the guy, you would think that's where he is wheelhouse. That's where he'd be all the time. Um, but anyway, so he he did that and. At the end of the clip, I go, well, that's how that one works. Next encounter. <laughs> like, okay. Because um, we were trying a bunch of different alternate things, and then I just said, why don't we just try the, the melt them? Why don't we just melt them? And we got two people that could do it. I'm like, okay, let's try it. See if it works. And then second try, it fucking works. Um, and, and I feel like with, you know, with the raids now, um, there's a lot more flexibility than any other raid from what I've seen uh, on how you can a- approach it. Um, as long as you know, kind of, I almost went crazy. As long as you know, um, uh, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't help myself. But like, <laughs> if you know the mechanics, you can kind of like yawn, um, you can get through it. And in every raid prior to this was fairly rigid in how you could approach it, in, in my opinion. Somewhat, you know, Callus is, uh, you know, his original raid little bit of flexibility, like with dogs and stuff like that. Um, but once you figure out, if you pop a few stacks, and you can just right. auto-shotgun and, and pulse grenade them to death, well, why wouldn't you do that? Um, you know, like, we, <laughs> we went through on Monday, 
we have a member of our, our clan that had just never gotten around to getting it finished because the people that they were associating with just weren't patient. They weren't doing the thing. And she was like, I hate to admit this, but I've never done Callus. I'm like, well, you're going to do it now. Let's go. And uh, we got to Callus, and it was just late at night, and a couple of us had been drinking, so it wasn't exactly uh, the cleanest run in the world. But Structured. <laughs> well, dude, we, we did everything on the first try uh, up oh, until yeah. Callus, and then Callus just was like, ha, 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 I'm Jabba the Hutt, but not really, ha, ha. And I think that was a great raid mechanically. Yeah. With the exception of you know some bugs that they never really got around to and, fixing, but and that's what hit us. We we got a buggy callus, and where which is like, nothing you can do. Where walls were just disappearing in there, and and everything else. Right. And, yeah, I, I, I've I've met I've met those walls. I those think are, thematically it was kind of it felt really really short. I think what they did inside of it from the build was awesome. Yeah, I I feel the like story it was, was a little. Bleh. I dug it. Um, I felt like it could have been a bit more embellished or they, they could have done more to point you towards the lore that was getting you to that point. Because knowing the lore right. going into the raid would have made the raid that much more fun for me. Um, I'm very pleased to say that the ending of that raid was not spoiled for me. Um, and I really dug that because I was like, ooh... They made a lore reason for a mechanic in the game. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> I thought that was, I, that alone made everything else, any other shortcoming that was there, kind of worth it for me. Uh, because I was like, well, that makes perfect sense to me. That, um, that now gives me a compelling reason to do this right. again and to keep doing this. Um, which is Is cool. the raid even over yet? That's, right, that's exactly. Because yeah. we got the we black armies in like what four weeks, three weeks. Yeah, and we got raid layers, and and we that one is rumored to be on the EDZ, which is cool. Um, yeah, but there's like... still a giant fish ship out there. <laughs> it's still there, man. Right. What is he doing? He's just hanging out, having a beer. While... <laughs> that's great. What is juice. he doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Like it, it, only in. Um, in Destiny, is there like an image of a fat guy in a throne room who has so much wine that it's just congealed on the floor? And you're like, really, dude? Like any other game, you'd like have a lot of like, you would really feel bad for this character. You're like, man, what's wrong with him? What's the problem? Yeah, this is awesome. Right. And meanwhile, it's like, why are we killing this guy? This dude likes to party, man. Like, Let's on. go. <laughs> like, why is this not a thing? We've said this on air. It's the, you know, Kalos loves you and wants him to join you. And we're like, well, sign us up. Let's go. I'm, I'm tired of listening to the vibe. I want in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I mean, um, I feel like the next logical iteration of, of where Destiny goes, whether that's Destiny 3 or the next comet, probably Destiny 3 is where I think the structures that we are adhering to now with light and dark, at least the way we understand it, and the vanguard, the way we understand it, I think that's going to go away. I think it's going to become something more like um, you're kind of more in control of, of your, pardon the phrase, destiny, 
um, in, in as much as you can kind of play how you want. I feel like that's going to be where the game goes. Um, I disagree. Okay, what do you think? I, I, I don't think we're going to get a choice. And because there's lore reasons behind it. So, so everyone is now familiar with Drifters. Well, it's the Drifters Gambit. It's the actual name of the lore book. But he's basically reestablishing or recruiting Shadows of Yore, which is the Dark Guardians, mm -hmm. the Disciples of Dredge and Yore, and the original Golden Gunner, Gunner Shin Malfur is out there and is going to eventually hunt all these people down and kill them because that's apparently what he's been doing since he killed Dredge and Yore. Well, Callus always talked about he had a secret. And, you know, there was something more powerful than our light and all this. I think, because I can't, I can't see where they would, they would segment the population and put the population against each other where you pick the light side and the dark side, like Star Wars. I, I can't see that. And well, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that it would be something where it's pitting people against each other. I don't necessarily think that at all. Um, I think it'd be a wider faction base in as much as like, um, and I only use this as an example, but like in the division, you've got a version of PVP that you can go rogue, but it's a choice in the moment. Right. Um, and I feel like if there's certain areas of the game where that kind of thing can happen and then, you know, you can, um, but like, like, for example, like there's been a rumor, um, Albeit a leak, and it's a very reliable leak source. I'm familiar with it. Yeah, where they're saying we've got darkness subclasses now. Given that information, I'm like, okay. Well, so, well, okay. So this is where I was going. With this, I think that is a thing. Okay. Maybe not the quote-unquote darkness. I think that in the story, there's going to be an epiphany. Because none of us have ever had a conversation with the traveler. Right. So we don't really know what's going on out there between the traveler and the darkness, or even what the darkness is. I think there's going to be an epiphany that's going to change our worldview. So okay. it literally, things are not going to be as black and white any, anymore. And that's what's we're going to open up those new paths of power so to speak does that make sense it does and i i guess i feel like um that's kind of where i was going with it in as much as oh, the, like, like like the structures of of like you know, how we think things work it's going to crumble away and it's not going to be like a whether we want it or not we're you know you're not going to get that anymore it's going to be more of a uh here's what's happening how do you want to proceed you know um and I, I don't think that we're going to have like dialogue trees or anything quite that diverse, but I do have the feeling that we're going to, that it's going to be how, you know, Destiny now really has a stress on play style. Well, I feel like there's going to be more play style choices, but also to have some, some story implications, depending upon which way you go. Because uh, like you have like, look at like Mortal Kombat. Uh, X, where they had the factions that, you know, whoever won the most matches for that faction each week, you've got a whatever. Uh, right. I feel like there might be something along those lines to where, like, you know, the factions we have now, imagine those instead are, like, two or three uh, 
power type factions where you've got all light, all darkness, something in the middle. And if you pick one of those paths, you know, there's in-game reputation or whatever the hell, right? Um, right. I mean, just, well, we talked about just like, you know, we were, we were, you know, dreaming about faction wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, same kind of thing. I get that. And I, I kind of feel like um, if they're going more hardcore with Destiny 3, which was also the rumor, um, that would make sense. If they're doubling down on the RPG elements, that would make sense, you know. Um, and as weird as this is going to sound, outside of just making that many more mods, that many more perks, that many more armor set types, things like that, or archetype of weapons or whatever, how much more hardcore could you really make Destiny, realistically? In a way that people that love the game now would still play it as is, you know what I mean? Because there's only, for every Dotto, there's 50 Gathalians. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, how, how deep do you take this? And what do you think that, that needs to be expanded on down the road for that to be a thing? Well, here, let me ask you this. Yeah. I answer your question or the question. Do you have a sense of where the story is going? Like the next step that we're staring down the barrel of? Because I genuinely, with the exception of the breadcrumbs we got from doing Cade's uh, Ace of Spades mission, I don't know where else we could go besides go find the, uh, what is it, the Stone Crypt. I'm horrible with names. The place yeah. where they make the Exos. And then, but I don't see where else, I mean, I don't really know. It's like, I don't know what Black Armory is. What is the Black Armory? Where are we going with this? I this feel like... It's hanging out and we're stuck in an infinite time loop in the Dreaming City. It just keeps, right. and that's the curse. We, we repeat time, which I thought was a cool way to explain. Yeah. Because uh, it, really it, it goes back to what, like, Callus, you know, the whole Callus raid thing. And I think that the more that they acknowledge that fourth wall in a really cool way uh the more i like the more i want to repeat the stuff because it's really interesting uh and the dreaming city is a lot of fun to begin with um i still feel like we're heading towards savathun in year three how that's going to manifest i don't know because supposedly there's not another comet which i i kind of doubt that to be honest um, I think that there will be something that maybe not be comet size, so like maybe not forsaken size, but I think it'll get because they did say yearly story, like they're doubling down on that, and then it'll be an annual pass and stuff like that. Right. So like if we get something that's around half the size of Forsaken and it's Savathun focused, and then that's the raid, and then we get the three, you know, the annual pass DLOs. I'm like, I'll be a happy camper, and then Destiny Three comes out, and as long as it's the right kind of game. And there's some kind of balance between losing everything and and keeping stuff. Like that's the part where I'm like, I want to find the person who wrote that contract and punch him in the throat, um, because it's like if you have to put a number on the title, you have to start over. And I and I, and I don't know why in the fuck can't they call it Destiny Three? but make it really a, an expansion on the Destiny 2 base. 
up the graphics a little. I don't want a Destiny three. I don't point. want one either. I want to keep to keep the expansions going forever. Just, keep the, just like wow, just keep adding expansions. Exactly. Like that's what I've been clamoring for. And and, and the and, world will get bigger. Like I I feel like it would be so much easier. Like um, for Destiny three, all you would need to do is give me a comet sized expansion. You know, with whatever it's Sabathun or whatever it might be, like we'll just see here, whatever that is, and then as part of the quote Destiny three ness of it, nowhere's and make the world that much bigger. Just fucking bring back Destiny one, throw it all in there, just jumble the jumble. Just take oh, the, well, that's the that's the dream, isn't? You know, and just give me the 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 Age of Triumph version. Of year of 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 destiny minus the fact that everything gives you fucking max level stuff like that you can tone down a bit keep the powerful reward system but as far as like how the weapons work like give me the the exotic versions of your of your primaries and all other stuff and then just roll that content in there like because I want to take a whisper of the worm into Vogue and shoot Atheon in the face you know I want to see these these old guys melt. I want you know who I want. I want to get fucking Skolas, and I want to run up on him with a Badlander, be like blah 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 blah. Fuck you! Blah, 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 blah. I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> you know. Well, are you? I'd even be okay with them bringing it back and get light appropriate level. Yeah, I I, I, I feel not, like where it's not that cakewalk where there you needs to be just go back and do it. What I really feel like needs to happen. Um, we're we're talking about end game. We're you know we're we're all over the place. And guys, if you haven't learned by now, every time I get a guest on here, I don't stay on topic, and I barely stay on topic when I'm by myself. So I, I hope didn't know we had a topic. Do we? I didn't. Ah, so. This is fine. No, but <laughs> but the thing is, for me, like there is still if there's one thing I feel we need to tweak in Destiny overall, um, it is that content cannot be left behind anymore um and i feel that right now we're not quite where we were with destiny one with the old raids but we're close um my thought process is very very simple the stories for the raids were so more interesting well but my my point being that in terms of the power level, like like viability of these oh, no. these things, yeah, yeah, you went the other way. Like no, just yeah. like just give me, I don't know, just give me prestige, the exact same thing as prestige, but call it prestige mayonnaise or some shit. I don't give a fuck what it's called, mayonnaise. But just have something that it's just, yeah, it's a little officer gentleman quote for you there, mayonnaise. <laughs> I got no place else to go. And this, this is me on late on drinking lemonade and gin. Can you imagine if I actually would have went through with it and got a big god? <laughs> no, but uh, mayonnaise. Um, I can't stop. I can't stop mayonnaise. That's what I'm gonna call the episode now. <laughs> I'm calling Destiny. No, both not dead. Both of us are way too white to put mayonnaise in a type. Mayonnaise. Um. At any rate, so uh, at any rate, so the, you just give me the exact same thing. Take prestige version of the raid and just put it up to light level, and that's it. Just put the, all you're doing is putting the power delta in there. That's all. The only change you would need to make. Period. Uh, maybe maybe have an ornament set. Maybe, um, but wouldn't be a bad idea. 
Um, and the easiest way to do that, this is where it gets weird. Um, well, no, because I guess shaders affect ornaments now, so no. Um, so maybe there would be like a special shader, like a super like vibrant, I don't know, like some glow. We used, have, we, we used to have the chromas that you could add, where you yeah, so maybe crap maybe off. maybe have the prestige. Um, there you go, the prestige They'd ornaments to, with chroma. They'd have to put it. Yeah, it would have to be when you didn't put an ornament on the raid gear. Completely changed the way it looked. Yeah, because nobody wants to go back and get Leviathan gear. I'm sorry, it was. I don't like to talk negatively. You know, often I get it. the the gear for the raid was not aesthetically appealing to me. At least not for the Titan. You know, I like the, the, the I, I, I like the vanilla raid gear for the Titan. But as soon as you got into like the uh, the raid the, layers the and the ornaments, head. yeah, fuck that shit. Um, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> and then like you know, the elephant Titus shoulder pads. Like, nah, I can do without that shit. Um, nah, I'm good. But my point being that just as a something you you can get a powerful reward out of and have some fun with it um, would be nice. Don't get me wrong. I, I want people to be able to breeze through the content the way we can now. Like it is really fun to go into uh, the Callus raid now and rip through the first three encounters without really any problems. Um, it's hilarious. Like going through... Uh, you know, like the the baths right now. Oh my god, is it fun? Blah 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 blah. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then, because it used to be okay, we're all gonna do this one first, and then this one, and then that one. Now it's you two take this one, you two take this one. We'll take the rear one. Jim, you clear ad. Okay, <laughs> run around, <laughs> and it's done. In Which like is fine. 15 I'm, I'm yeah. perfectly okay with that. So if you want to. Right. Listen, there's a regular raid mode. It's at this light level. And there's a hard raid mode, which is yeah. light appropriate to whatever we have to be doing this week. And, and, and go I, on life. Exactly. Keep it relevant forever. And, and I feel like, I, I, thought, I, just, I guess I just thought that that was going to happen because the raids were relevant all through year one. And then Forsaken comes out and it's like, wah, wah. like what, wait, why? Why'd you stop that? You know, why isn't Prestige? Uh, light level appropriate now. Well, I understand why, because if people own the other content, blah, 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 blah. you know, so that's why I say just clone prestige mode, give it a slightly different reward set, slightly, just something to signify it is different, uh, and then make it light level appropriate. You know, give me a pursuit, man. <clears throat> How about this? Because this would be easy. Like I said, you know, give us some new armor, because the old armor is not appealing to go back and get. Or and you can leave all the raid weapons exactly like they are. Just put random rolls on. Mm. Like, can you imagine a ghost primus with high caliber rounds? Jesus Christ, I, that would be game breaking in all the worst ways, dude. Like, no. But you would have to go find one. <clears throat> Knowing my luck, so I'd have to drop the first time. <laughs> I, and it's gonna be like, this is amazing. Yeah, basically, <laughs> I, I just kind of feel like. Um, because my very first uh, Ice Luna that I ever got, and my Imago loop, like both of those, the very first ones I got were perfect. I think Ice Luna oh, is the no. one that was like the lightweight Hawkmoon, and I got it with yeah. um, that whatever that perk was uh, right out of the gate. <laughs> and we were like, what the fuck? I'm like, well, I don't have to grind for it. Ooh! There are people in my clan 
These guys will just grind nightfalls. I've never been that guy uh, to grind for a weapon. The only time I did it was for, um, what was that pulse rifle called? Grasp of Malak. Grasp of Malak, Malak yeah. And yep. <laughs> got it in three runs. <laughs> like, I got mine a week, like two weeks before they nerfed it into oblivion. It was awesome. Right. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> it was like, well, it was still good after right. the, the blanket. Well, Clever Dragon kind of. Clever Dragon. I saw was... it coming. Oh, man. I, Clever I Dragon was get, good. I couldn't, get upset. I couldn't get upset about it. I was, I was like, yeah, this needs to be nerfed. It's a little, it's it's a little bad, guys. Um, it's like, listen, I have it, and I'm saying it needs to be nerfed, right? But then, but then you look at like what I consider to be the Destiny Two answer to that, which is the Vigilance Wing, which is well, let's give it more impact, a five round burst, and full auto now. It's not unstoppable, but if you're not paying attention, it'll put you down pretty quick. Um, and, and that's that no. to me. While while I'm on that subject. I want to throw this out there because I know, at least I hope, you're on the same train as I am. Every time I see someone complaining about something in Crucible needing nerfed, I say, no, you need to buff your situational awareness and pay the fuck attention and learn to counter shit. There's no reason I should be able to get you with a shoulder charge. None. Unless you're in a group uh, and I'm closing the distance and you can't. Like, I get that. Like, Fog of War, I get that to a point. Right, but if you see me, if you see me line of sight from a hundred yards away, and I manage to close distance and get you with a shoulder charge, that's your fault. I'm sorry. If you you allow me to get to zero distance, that's on you. (laughs) That's on you. You deserve to lose that battle. You let me get to zero. Exactly. It doesn't matter that I turned a corner. Okay, you shouldn't have been standing with your back around that corner. I get it. It. It's like, it's like you said, that's situational awareness. Okay, maybe you shouldn't be standing in that hallway with us in the middle of an intersection. That's probably a bad place to camp. Right, exactly. And then, like, um, insurmountable skull fort. They're like, oh, that shouldn't work. It's like, well, here, here's how that works. You know how many times I've shoulder charged someone to death and they managed to get a shotgun blast off in my face just as I hit them? Most. Guess what that means? That means I don't get it back right away. And I've wasted my exotic slot. Right. At least until I get my melee back. But to be fair, because I've learned that that's what people tend to do, um, I've gotten a lot craftier about using that uh, <laughs> that particular move. I just um, started jumping because that yeah. just throws people all the way the fuck off. It does. It really does. It's like, oh my god, he's airborne. Serpentine. Like a lot of times, I'll like I'll run past them, turn around, and do it. They're like, what? You can do that? Yeah, watch me, bitch. Wah! You know, just... Uh, what, whatever the case may be. But, like, uh, I, I just feel like there's far, far too much um, people calling for things to be, be nerfed. People calling for things this, this and that, da 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 blah, blah, blah. And when they're not... They're not taking any responsibility for their own play style and, and, and what they should be doing. And that really gets under my skin. And this is the same thing with raids to a certain degree as well. Um, it's like, dude, just learn, learn. Like that's, I think, a big part of why we were talking about Crucible earlier and how... It's a different level of whining between the raid 
community and the PvP community. Right. Like because I'm and, on the PvP community side. And it's a different level of bitching and moaning. Yeah, and I feel like um when I talk about the raid, what I'm really getting at is the people that are whining and crying about matchmaking in different things. And I'm like, if you don't see why matchmaking would break a lot of endgame content, you're dumb. Um it will break you're talking about like you're talking about like matchmaking, like you're going into a strike for the raid. Like right, like matchmaking like exactly that or for nightfalls, things like that. It's not going to work. Um, okay, for these people, well, these people have obviously never been through LFG hell. Yeah, yeah, that will never work. It'll never work. Stop it. And it won't. And and the thing is, for me, um, I, I realize I realize that this is a callous thing to say. No pun intended. Um, but if you really want to play with people, find people to play with. Like, it's, there's too many resources out there. There's too many millions of people that will play the game with you if you just ask. Just no, having... No, legitimately. No, I don't know why Nightfall doesn't have matchmaking at this point, because we're uh, in year four. I think... I, the, I really don't. I think you should have... It, it could have an option. Um, I think it could have an option, but I don't want it to be inherently well, the, the, in the haunted forest had a button you clicked. You had to select: Do you want to go in solo or do you want to matchmake? I like that. Yeah, I do like that. Um, Why not just do that for Nightfall? I do <laughs> because that. I mean, let's face it. Uh, I mean, there's been a couple weeks where Nightfall was hard-ish. It's not a raid. We're talking no. about a twenty-minute event, right? If you on average, not a that's not you know talking about people who actually know where they can skate through it and skip to the end, right? Which so is, it's like, eh. no, I get you. Yeah, I, I kind of see how that's an antiquated system because now it's forcing. I mean, legitimately, do you really want to go and I don't want to text log and sloth to do a nightfall. I really don't. It's embarrassing, dude. Can you come help me with the nightfall? What are you kidding me? I mean, come on. It's just let, let me just go to orbit and drop down with two other slugs and they'll be fine. Yeah, I can see where you're at. Oh, with wait, that. there's a problem with that whole diatribe I just spat out, though. Ignore everything I just said. Why? Because you that? can set your own modifiers. Oh, yeah, there you go. So you can't have matchmaking because everyone has to agree on said modifier. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so you can just cut that whole part out. Ignore me, people. Ignore me! <laughs> Ignore me! Yeah, nice little Venture Brothers <laughs> reference for you guys. You know, we've got Officer to Gentleman, Maydays, and we've got uh, Venture Brothers. Ignore me! I'm not sure what else we're going to have. Who knows? Um, but, but, It'll but, be something. But I, I think this conversation really just kind of hits a, a very broad point, which is that there's never been more to talk about in Destiny. There's, there's never been more potential. For destiny than there is right now um i've said it before i will say it again i may not have liked where destiny 2 vanilla was when it came out but i absolutely acknowledge that without it we would not be where we are now and i like where we are right now no i think bunny's done a very good job responding to our input and our feedback <clears throat> i don't agree with 100 percent of it but you know that's fine I'm not, I, I'm not 
perfect. I'm not right about everything. But uh, we've gone leaps and bounds in a year. That is certain. Absolutely. I, I, you know, without bringing up, you know, old wounds, uh, a year ago, yeah. Bungie was in pretty bad shape with its fan base. And I've always kind of been like, they make mistakes, they're human, we'll get through it. Then it was like, ah, they want our money. Like, yes, they do want your money. Like, that, they're a business. They have to make a profit. Maybe they've gone about it in ways that aren't the best, but, you know, hey, uh, even if you don't like it, you should at least acknowledge that they have to make a profit if you keep wanting people to play these games. You know, someone asked me what my, my greatest fear was, and I'm like, well, I've always had a fear of heights, but uh, I do not look forward to the day when the Destiny servers go offline. I do not look forward to that. I hope, uh, you know... Where the Destiny servers go off. Yeah, I'm not, like, this This is my hobby now. This is something that I'm really, really, really into. Um, so much of my, you know, my, my streaming community come, came from that. Um, you know, I, real life people I would never have been friends with. Otherwise, I, I became friends with them because of it. You know, I'm with the woman I'm with because of this game. Okay. Um, she found my stream because she wanted some Destiny 2 tips. And, you know, six months later, we were together. And that was not a planned thing, you know. So I, I honestly owe a lot of good things in my life to this game. Nah. And so I feel like when the day comes that Destiny goes away, um, it is going to be really difficult uh, for me. Uh, because I, I'm the guy that I, I own hundreds of other games I've never played. Never. Ever. My Steam backlog is the stuff of legend. Um, and that's fine. I mean, I'm okay with this. But, like, my question then becomes, do we want Activision to take over Destiny when Bungie's done with it and let it keep going? And my answer to that is, if it, Vicarious Visions can do it, yeah. I'm okay with this game going on forever. Yeah. What do you think? No, 100% agree. Yeah. I, I, 100% I, And the thing is, if they finally get to a place where they go, we're not going to make any more numbered destinies, we're going to you know, mix them all together in a big pot, and we're just going to give you stuff to chase every four months. Okay. No. And then you Gimme. can buy the premium collector's edition, which will have all three games in box set. Where everything is accessible. Jesus. So what would it be? What would the limited collector's edition be? Would it be like a ghost that is also a solar charger that is also a knapsack? You know, because I have all the collector's stuff from Destiny 1 and 2. Um, oh, by then it'll be like a ghost that turns into VR goggles. That'd be kind of cool. And doubles as a bottle opener. <laughs> by then, by then it'll be it'll be a ghost that actually talks to you as is an actual AI that is really your it's friend, an actual ghost. Yeah, it's and, uh, it's it's more affordable. Paint Peter Dinklage in your home. Oh, okay. Here, okay, this is gonna sound so <laughs> weird. Of all the things that I could get as a feature in Destiny Three, whatever that may entangle, right? What I really want, and I want a new Eververse item, I want the ability to customize the ghost voice. I want them to reach out to celebrities. Oh, paint, dude, you have no idea. Samuel L. Jackson. I almost made that video before yeah. the dawning when everything got stale. I I'd already set up content creators with very distinct voices. Mm -hmm. 
and then you know things did what they did and destiny content wasn't interesting for a while but uh no <laughs> no please stop <laughs> but uh i've never no, taken i would actually pay real dollars in eververse yeah oh yeah you, you mean real the right people money, like, oh it's oh, okay samuel jackson goes christopher walken goes <laughs> jack nicholson goes i'm not i'm not big on the chris rock ghost, or not not chris rock chris tucker ghost i'd, I'd probably pass on that one <laughs> A wizard, the prison of is what? <laughs> yeah. Look how big see, that cabal is. <laughs> I can see, like, <laughs> I can, I could definitely see Christopher Walken though, like, like a wizard from the moon. It came, it came from the moon. We're gonna go to the moon. Is that really the line? Is it moon? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I could just see that. Um, it'd be, it'd be good. I, I could see, um, I mean, I could, I, I could list a ton of celebrities. I think we'd have a lot of fun with it. Um, I, I honestly, or not even celebrities. How about people in the actual destiny community that, oh, I can see content that for free for sure. Bungie. I might add, why not, you know, give them the work and let them do it. Like, uh, you know, a Mr. Fruit ghost. Oh God. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm not saying nothing against Mr. Fruit. I love him to death, but I couldn't have him with me all the time. There's a reason that I only watch his videos and math every few months. I just watch a few of them and I'm like, okay, I've got my fix now. I'm good. Uh, I mean, um, would you pay? I would pay for a beard grizzly ghost. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I already, he's already I've on my already, fire team. <laughs> I've already created a false reality where beard grizzly is my actual. <laughs> so what does he do? Does he like ex over explain lore to you? Make you wait long periods of time before you can go on to the next piece of content and self-deprecate all day. Basically, that's what it was more or less. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I jest. Uh, Beard's been in my fire team since the very beginning. Um, him, me, and, and a cat named uh, Bennett Fiasco have always been the fire team. We go into story stuff for the first time, and me being the aggressive titan that I am. Um, I'm like, let's go, guys, let's go, let's go. I'm the guy that runs through story missions without going too far. Uh, but those guys will sit there and scan a shoebox for three hours, and I'll be like, okay, can we, can we go? Can we, can we go? Um, but I, I, I feel like his ghost would have the perk that it, 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 it detects lore from like a hundred yards away or some shit. And it's like, <laughs> hey, there's hey, over, the, over there. there's a lore. Where? No, go back. No, come on. <laughs> go back. Oh. <laughs> kind of like you said, he said, ooh, I hate that guardian. Um, even, I would pay even money. worse, like, okay, wait, hold on, wait. Okay. Be fun. Yeah. This will never air anywhere. God damn. Yes, it will. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> I mean, but no, I mean, besides this venue, oh. <laughs> I'll never. So you can't actually buy the voices outright. You have to buy them from a, uh, a box out of Eververse, you know, the grab bag. Okay. And like, let's say you were a person that really wanted like a Mylan Games ghost. Okay. Like that's, that's who you wanted. So you're like, okay, I'm going to save up my bright dust or, you know, spend a little silver or whatever. And yeah. you open up your box and instead of Mylan, you get Log Power Slave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, you like, suck, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing, motherfucker? <laughs> I could just see it like every time you die, it's like you die in the cruise, we'll be like, really? Really? No, like 
like at the like at the beginning of a strike, you're getting ready to go to fight Norcris, and he's like, "Oh man, nah. uh, I don't know about you, but I don't want to fucking go in." <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck this! We're going to over right now. <laughs> nah, fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> Perk auto, <laughs> auto takes you to orbit for any grindy strikes. <laughs> Now, the now, long now, 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 shell can randomly take you to orbit when Based... he disagrees with your life decisions. <laughs> or like anytime blackout is active, it'll be like, no, you can't go there. No, we're not going there. We're not going. We're not going into that shit. No, uh, I do feel like I feel like a my name is Bife Ghost would be really interesting for obvious reasons. Um I, I think he would have a lot of fun with that. Uh, what would his perk be, though? Because I, I know what his perk would be. I know what it would be. Go. Anytime you're on a lore tab, he reads it to you. Well, I mean, but that would take 10 minutes. Right, but that, you know, <laughs> for people that would pay money for a My Name is Bife Ghost, that's what they want. You know, right? Um, you know, <laughs> and then but, you I mean, press it, a... has to, it. It would be cheaper than paying Nathan Fillion to read anything. I imagine just throw some work back into the community. There you go. There you go. Um, I know that I would never get a ghost uh, because you can't say cunt in Destiny, um, so that wouldn't work. Uh, just, just add the beeps in. <laughs> I think that would be funny of in itself. You're in the middle of a mission. Like, holy shit! The, yeah, and the, 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 you just start hearing all the beeps coming out. I goes, what the... Or, or, or okay, so like, like when one of the strikes where like the ghost is scanning and you run off in the other side of the room while he's doing stuff, and you hear him across the room like, what the motherfucker are you doing away over there? I'm getting shot at, you motherfucker! You know? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Sharon! You know, <laughs> I could see that. That would be my ghost. My ghost would berate you if you ever walk away more than twenty feet from him. Like, you get the fuck back here, you know. Or, or right, and then no, the, go ahead. And then the other perk would probably be like, anytime you get a bad job, I was like that's okay. At least we got some some materials out of it. You know, <laughs> that would, I would say that because I'm like, <laughs> well, it's not a complete waste. Oh, I like the Edge Transit. I really don't, but at least you can break it down for shards. I like shards. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how my brain actually works, because I, I was like, well, at least I have it, you know. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you know. Wait, what were you saying? Oh, I, I don't know anymore. Yeah, that's fair. I completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. It's a meandering kind of conversation just the best Me meandering a, a word almost as delicious to say as mosey because when you mosey, say mosey yeah. isn't it just like you have like a nice big warm mouthful of stew in your mouth just like mosey mm -hmm. maybe, maybe not stew, okay I, 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 I digress I, no i digress and you're trying to save the podcast which is fine so oh god the wheels have completely fallen off then if that's what no we're, no we're good so, all right, and we're gonna wrap this up on this. Um, most based on the structures we have now, meaning no new feet, no, nothing new per se, but with the things we have now, what tweak or change would you make within Destiny 2 right now 
to make it better. Cool. If you only had to pick one. Yep. Not saying you won't get your other choices, but what's the one you want the most? No. In all honesty, because I think this would fix a lot of issues, mm-hmm. a transmog system for a, for armor. I'm with you on that. Uh, mine is for them to get off their dust and finally finish the random rolls collection thing. Uh, I feel like once we get the ability to call back any rolls we've already gotten the game becomes infinitely more playable for me, as weird as it sounds. I never have to worry about keeping something. If at a glance, I get something and I'm like, nah, I don't want this, and I break it down, I can always get it back if it turns out that later with a patch, that role becomes really desirable. But I'm yeah, not... but you, we all, and you remember this gun, Jim. You, you personally remember that one gun that you were like, eh, and you dismantled it, and then you read a, a blog or saw a video a week later, and it was like, the best possible gun you could have had in your hand at that moment in that particular archetype. And you're just like, shit. <laughs> I really didn't have one of those, believe it or not, because I hung on to so much in destiny one. Hung well, that's on true. So you're a hoarder. Mm-hmm, I am. And I said hoarder. Hoard, yes, hoarder like I'm you. both of those. Hoarder. I am both of those things. I, I am a whore hoarder. I'm a hoarder of whores and I'm a horror of hordes. <laughs> It's, you know, just move the D around. It's fine. <laughs> move the D. This is getting really bad. Oh, God. Yeah. Mayonnaise. All right. So. Um, I forgot about it. Yeah, you keep everything. I, I destroyed I, something. It's already passed my memory, and I'm like, oh, shit. But my whole, my whole thing, though, with that is, is this. Is that really a part of the Destiny experience, or is that just us veteran players going, you have to experience it too, noob? It doesn't work, man. I don't think it's fair. I would really like if we remember remember the old reroll system. No, I don't want that back. No, fuck that. I'd be all right with that. I, I no, I I don't think I, I think that if we have the reroll system, it would have to be twice as expensive as uh, the infusion system. Honestly, I'm okay with it. You know, if we did something like I'm that where it was crazy okay. expensive to do, um, it'd probably be okay. Because I just don't want to sit there going ching 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 ching. Oh ching. no! Like when I think, like if they're not going to give us a bigger bank account, hold on, on, on. I would be okay with it being like fifty k for one roll. In all honesty, sure. But the thing is, though, like for that price, are we rolling one perk? Or are we rolling the entire weapon? The whole gun. The whole so, gun. The whole gun? That's whole a lot to, to, to randomize everything. Um, hey, I, I mean, they randomized it the first time. That's how you got it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I get it. I don't know. I, I, I think that... I think random rolls are good. I think re-rolling them on your own is... I think it's, I think it's taking some of the fun out of the chase. And I feel like if we were able to keep any roll we've already had in collections, um, that would kind of be a middle ground. That's what I feel. How would you? How would you do that? Technically speaking, I mean, how would you, you go, go in and it? say, "Okay, you go into it, click. Okay, you can pick these perks and 
at the bottom, you'll okay. So you click column no, one, two, what, three, what it four. What would be like hit make if gun. you were if you were to go into collections, and I, I happen to have the game up right now, so I'm just going to show it on screen. So my my vision of this that you go into collections, you go to weapons. And we're you not on video. I can't see your screen. I know you can't, but I'm just showing everyone else. Oh, for video. Oh, um, fair. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to uh, let me find one. That's over here. Where's the, where is there a auto rifle for the tiger spy? Here we go. So what you would do is when you hit, you know, go to details, instead of going to uh, the main screen we have, you would go to a grid that would have all the different roles that you've got or um, across the bottom, you'd have all the different roles there and you could just click the details for each one to switch the screen above it. And when you find the one you want, you would hold down X for, you know, five seconds or whatever, and then that's the role you would pick up. Everything else about the collection system would remain the same. Um, so it would cost the same amount, relatively speaking, or it might even cost more, maybe like 20% more than collections do now. Um, I'd be okay with that. Uh, I, I just feel like they, they've said they want to do it, they just aren't sure how they want to do it, and it's like, well... Hmm. There's a ton of weapons, like, for example, like, that I will never probably ever use. I probably won't ever use it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, the thin line. It's it's okay. It's not a bad hand cannon. I've got some great rolls of it. Why would you use that over something else? I, I probably wouldn't, but I, I do exactly. know that in some specific situations, I might want to call back the one I have with Outlaw and Dragonfly. Um, which would you know, depending upon what it is that I'm doing. Maybe there's something that I really need a hard-hitting hand cannon that I don't necessarily need to be able to be limber with, uh, but, and, and it needs to avoid damage, or I don't know. Like, there's a, there's a possibility, right? Um, I don't want to have to hang on to it. I want to be able to break it down in the moment and then buy it back if I want it later. Um, and I realize this is probably a memory thing. Um, so I feel like the technical solution would be to have it be a server-side thing, meaning that information is never actually stored on your machine. So it's something where when you hit that details screen, you're loading it from Bungie. You know just like mean? one of the Triumphs is checked off forever. Exactly. So it just, it, it, it's in there. Yeah. And, I know, and I know they're tracking <clears throat> it now. That. They have to be tracking it. Um, and I, think that, I do think I the mean, future's coming. <laughs> No, they, they've said no. They've said that they've been working on that, so that means that they've got to be tracking that information already. Um, it has to be. Oh, here's you know what? There's something that I mentioned earlier. You six hundred, and we digress. So, masterwork cores. Mm -hmm. It is once you get to six hundred, it is not even an. Issue. When you get to now, what? when you once you get to six hundred light. You'll mm -hmm. probably never spend a masterwork core or anything except a gun that you really like. Again, you'll never use it for armor ever again. Uh, you, no, you I've already done it. I, I've already done I'm, it. I'm living it. Yeah, but you've been 600 for a day. I've been 600 for a few weeks. That's fair. Uh, well, the, the armor that you like, you've probably already decided you've already liked. Like, okay, this is the, the perks I like. Yeah, and I have like a set of crucible gear that I really got a nice build with that's all masterwork that I haven't leveled up yet. 
Um, yeah, you're you're going now that you're max light. You're going to get dupes that are max yeah. light, and you're going to be able to roll them into the armor you like for five thousand glamour. Right, and it'll eventually get there, sure. Um, but I feel like because of the timing of everything, when you know Black Armory's coming out, now's the time to start building up materials again because there's going to be new stuff. And yep. So that's the thing. I think that this you know, three, four month cycle that we're doing is just right. Um, and if the light level increases 50 light each time, as has been quote predicted, unquote, um, I'm okay with it. I, I think that would be fine. Um, because that is, it, it's not quite the climb that Forsaken was. I can get the light level pretty quick, probably in about three weeks tops. Uh, and then I'll be able to just enjoy myself, which is what I look forward to the most. I'm the guy that I want to get max light and just play, 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 for fun. Which is something I have a hard time with. Like when people aren't like that, where they just, they're like, well, why do I want to play now? I'm like, for fun, you idiot. Just play. Have fun. Like, yeah, but that's a whole other conversation, too. It's like, why do we have to keep raising the light level every expansion? I'll put it this way I wouldn't care. But there's a lot of people that want that chase. They really want that chase. It's bottom line. That that's all, right. that's all there is to it. I mean, um, that's fair. Because I feel I'm like, not one of them, but that's okay. I get it. I, I don't mind if it's only fifty. I don't care. I'll get that done in a couple of weeks. It's not a big deal. Um, especially with the system working the way that it is now. Especially if you throw like an iron banner in there, no big deal. Um, I have no issue with it. Now the jump from, you know. 400, 400 to 600? 600? Like, <laughs> wow! Like that, that was rough, dude. Um, and luckily for me, once I, for some reason, once I hit 560, 560 to 600 was relatively quick. I, I raised like 20 light levels in 10 days at one point. Which I, was, never, I never hit that wall, in all honesty, because uh, a lot of my friends were telling me about, I can't remember if it was 520 to 540 or 540 to 4, 560. Yeah, I, I didn't can't. really hit it's, the wall either, but... It, I just kind of kept going. It slowed down I, a little bit here and there. Yeah. Like there, there were some parts of weeks where it was like, Jesus Christ, like, come on. Um, like, the, from 599, 598 to 600 should have taken me an afternoon. It took me two days. Um, because I just I stopped getting lucky with RNG. Like I got a lot of class items that I really didn't want to get. Getting a helmet was just like, come on, give me a fucking helmet, dude. Come on. Uh, and I finally got one. I was like, oh yay, yay! And I was oh, happy. Apparently, you can still crucible and iron banner your highlight level. Because I've done two nightfalls in Forsaken, only two, admittedly, maybe three. Yeah. I've no raids. Done, I've done one nightfall. Maybe two, uh, no raids. Um, I've only done maybe, maybe three powerful rewards from um, the uh, Dreaming City. Everything was just powerful rewards on the dailies and the weeklies, uh, along with uh, any bounties that came my way that had powerful gear attached to them and um, Iron Banner. Yeah. That's it. I, 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 I had a friend ask me the other day, he goes, how is your light so much higher? Because he plays more than I do. Mm. And I honestly didn't have a good answer for him. I was like, I have no idea, bro. No, well, no clue. I do have an idea for, of that. If you play a lot of Crucible, or you play it like 
um, if you play enough matches, you'll get powerful, uh, or rather, um, Prime Engrams pretty often. Um, I mean, it could be. And, yeah, because that, that's that, how I level up on my characters in D1. That was, that was a big part of why I had that big jump uh, during the week of Iron Banner, because I had at least seven or eight Prime Engrams that week. So that'll do it, you know, on top of the, the bounties and everything else. Uh, no, that, that's fair. That makes sense. But at any rate, uh, I think Destiny Forsaken is in a great place. Uh, I think that yeah. uh, I can't imagine a version of the Black, the Black Armory that I'm going to be disappointed in. As long as you give me more weapons, a little bit more story, in-game is fine. Uh, and, you know, just continue. Just give me more on. guns and somebody yeah. I really want to shoot. Yeah, just just the fact that you're giving me HMGs again, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm all right. Oh, can we talk about that? <laughs> what are we gonna say? I love die. SMGs, and then come on the floor. Like that's 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 the whole conversation. Oh my god, you and I had this conversation such a long time ago. Though. Yeah, like, I mean, bringing bringing them back. HMGs. What was your favorite one from from King's Fall? From King's Fall? I mean, Harold the uh, Quillum's tournament. tournament. It's, it's a great weapon. I prefer corrective. I prefer corrective measure pre-nerf on the magazine myself. Uh, yeah. That's that's my favorite one. And then of course there's a got, reason they nerfed it. Yeah, you got like Bretomart Stan. <laughs> Bretomart Stan was a great one. Um, and there's a ton of them. I think there's a lot, HMGs that when they're properly rolled in the different archetypes, I feel like there's they're really versatile heavy weapons. Um, when balanced properly with like the heavy crate and crucible, they're going to be a lot of fun. Just don't give them too many rounds. Give them 15 rounds. I think that'll be plenty. Uh, because that's enough to yeah, pop off two, pe- two or three people. Like, pop, 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 and you're out. Um, I think that'll be fine. But if you give them a 30-round clip, forget it. That's not going to do any over. good. The game is over. You're like, <laughs> blah, 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 and everyone's dead. Um, you know, and I feel like it's going to bring a really cool dynamic to PvE again, especially with what we have now in those heavy slot choices. Um, you know, Thunderlord coming back, if, it, if it's the same Thunderlord that I know and love, cool. My only ask is that we get back yeah. the other two as well. You know? I think that's a thing. I, I saw a thing where uh, they showed a couple ornaments for it, so that might be your Abaddon Nova Mortis ornaments uh, to slap on it. What, do so you have an ornament that, that changes the damage type as well? That's interesting. I don't think that's going to be a thing. Then, then it could I don't be want like them. a hard light. Could be like hard light. Where you you then I, like go and change it. I don't want that. I want <clears> you to <throat> force me to have one of each. Seriously, <laughs> I want it in my inventory. Well, not only that, but I also like. I don't like accidentally switching the damn things. I don't use hard light or 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 I think was it borealis no, um, no, because no, I'll accidentally light. switch this shit all the time. And I don't want to switch it. Like, no. <laughs> Let me have full control. Like, I know what damage type I want to shoot. I, I'm not that fickle. Just give me one. I'll use it. The end. Um, you know. Ooh, here's something. I know this Go. won't work. But what if they accidentally make it to where heavy machine guns work with Actium War Rig? Can I mean, they, they should. So there's this, like endless, constantly they reloading should. HMGs. I, I agree, but that would kind of make it like the, the second coming of super good advice. Um, which, I am okay with that. Which I gotta be honest, like I, I shit on that weapon for a long time, uh, 
And then I got another one around Age of Triumph, and I actually tried it on Atheon, and I'm like, oh, I get it now. Oh, this, this is what that was about. This is yes, a raid. Ex- this is an actual shooting. Yeah, this is an actual raid exotic. I get this. This I can handle. <laughs> You know, it's a great weapon for that sort of thing. You you don't right. want to use it for anything other than boss damage, but for boss damage, shit. You know. I really want to hook up a sweet business with a legendary heavy machine gun, just for the psychological trauma factor. <laughs> yeah, it's like, he's out. No, I'm not. <laughs> I just see what I do. If I use sweet business with acting war rig in Crucible, I'm not trying to kill individual guys. What I'm doing is I'm watching my guys close distance, and I'm just spraying back and forth to keep the other guys damaged, so that when they get there, it's exactly what I'm doing. Like (laughs) the guys like, God damn it, he won't stop shooting. Dead, 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 dead. And then and everyone's getting ever stop shooting. Nah, and then and then everyone's getting like multi kill medals, and I'm like, ha ha, you know. So this whole I can't podcast who said, says if you die with Crucible sweet business ammo in your Mac, you're not fucking playing with it, right? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But um, the fact that we can keep coming up with things to talk about definitely speaks to the state the game is in, and yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure we'll have you back. I, just, I hope it maintains, and you know we can continue to have these nice conversations. I think that we will. Uh, I really do because I, I feel like Bungie really kind of took a step back and, and maybe was able to go to Activision and say, look, just, you need to trust us for a minute. Okay. Um, and, and they kind of, they took what they did to, with, with destiny one where they were kind of, they were always behind with destiny one. I feel like destiny Two vanilla, they were kind of behind the eight ball because it was taking longer than they expected. They took this year, this last year to really drill down and say, we're hitting the reset button. This is where we wanted destiny two to start from at least perceptively. Right. Now we're here. We have this plan to where we're going to have. We have plans for uh, DLC expansions all the way through the next two years uh, until we get out with eventually what will be Destiny 3 or whatever we call it. This is what we're going to do. We're actually on track for the first time in this game's history. Let's go. Because it really does feel like the game, they really are where they want to be and where the community wants to be at the same time in the same place, which holy shit. As long as they can maintain that level of communication, as long right. as they can maintain kind of jumping from one foot to the other, and these smaller expansions uh, do deliver enough content to keep us busy, uh, I think we've got nothing to worry about. It feels good, doesn't it? Feels good, man. That's right. Well, it feels good, man. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Man, <laughs> man at arms. Thanks for being here and being not dead, man. Thank you, sir. I am Grindhead Jim. I'm also not dead. Just like we'll definitely do this again. Destiny's not dead. I'm glad you're not. I'm not either. I'm out. Cheers, guys.